Okay, and we're live on the Niche Agent. So today we've got a great guest for you. It's Brad Korn from Kansas City with Keller Williams. So Brad, why don't you take a quick second and tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here. Oh, thanks for having me on, Ryan. This is great. I love this new technology and being able to share information across the globe. Um, Kansas City, um, if you've heard me talk before, you probably have heard my story, how, my, how I started in real estate, super successful. Um, goes back to 1991. My, you know, when I first got into real estate, I thought, I'm going to make like $10,000 every time I sell a house. This is going to be an awesome career. I'm going to get rich, right? So I did make $10,000 if you add up every commission dollar I made for my first three years in real estate. Uh, I had three jobs trying to support my real estate habit. Um, and quite honestly, we moved back to Kansas City after my first three years. And, you know, the Midwest, I don't know if we're just a little slow or what. So I thought, well, maybe I'll try this one more time. But I was home and I had a sphere to work from. I knew nobody in Minneapolis where I first started selling. So I started selling for Burnett Realty when it was just Burnett Realty uh, back in the old days. Um, everything from facsimile, uh, MLS sheets to I watched buyer agency become a law. You know, that happened while I was in Minnesota or right when I left. So moved back to Kansas City in 95 and gave the real estate thing a try one more time. And that's where I really grabbed on to this whole thing that we're going to share today about relationships and how to keep touch with all that and have built my business to basically, you know, a machine that generates a hundred sales a year, year in, year out for the last 10 years, pretty solid. And I ramped up just like everybody else. You know, I started out where it was one or two, one sale this month, none the next, maybe two the next and then none for two months. And I built it up to a good 12 sales and then 24 and then I got up to 75 and then when I broke into that 100, we've, we've built a pretty good machine right there that just keeps spitting out 100 deals a year. That's awesome. And that's where a lot of agents are aiming for. So definitely want to dive into that and kind of get how you got to there and what you did. But I like to start off with before real estate, what were you doing before that? Because it's always interesting to hear how people get into the business. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was in I was in sales my whole life. I mean, it goes. I'll, so I'll take you back really fast and come fast forward sure. through it. Uh, magazine sales in grade school. I always <laughs> wanted that top prize. You know, when you get the color brochure and it's the seven foot slow poke that you win if you're the top seller. I was always the top seller in magazine sales. Um, that led to retail sales. I used to sell Levi's at the old county seat stores. Now I'm probably dating myself, though. Well, I did that with the facsimile paper, didn't I? <laughs> we did. I got into real estate before MLS books. Uh, no computers. But um, So retail was county seat selling Levi's. That led to a group that actually traveled around to the World Series, Super Bowl, NBA, and I got to go to every whatever the winning cities were, and we sold T-shirts there. So I got to travel four months out of the year. Well, first my very first daughter had colic on one of those trips, and my uh, wife said, you're never traveling again ever, because I was out of town for like a month. You know, We were in whatever city was in the championship, which would have been Kansas City here, I think, pretty soon. Um, <laughs> But uh, so I got it. I figured I'd give this real estate thing a try and went and got my real estate license and did a lot of cutting and pasting and everything in the beginning and didn't know what to do and uh, just, you know, waited for the phone to ring and that didn't happen <laughs> the first three years. So that came from retail to real estate. Okay. So 
what happened from that shift from, I mean, you said you were going to give it that last shot. Was it just moving back to your area and knowing the people? Like, what happened mentally to take you from not really being in the business to actually taking the business seriously? Um, you know, I don't know if it was mentally necessarily. It was doing business differently. Like, when I was in Minnesota, I really didn't have a sphere. I wasn't from there. I thought I'd give this thing a try. I thought, you know, you like a lot of people, they come into our office, and they're all dressed up for an interview, and you're kind of laughing. You're like, it's real estate. Anybody, <laughs> they should, anybody should take you on, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but I was sitting in a cubicle making great brochures and all this marketing, and so I'm a marketing guy. That's what I've always done and loved to do, and it's what I went to college for. So I was doing all these marketing pieces, but that doesn't make the phone ring. When I moved back to Kansas City, um, it started like I just restarted over like everybody else. You heard the same. Everybody hears the same thing. Build a list of 150 people you know who know you. Send them an invitation and tell them you're in real estate. So I did all that stuff. But, I, okay, so there was a breaking point, Ryan. So you're good. You know how to ask good questions. Because there was a breaking point. I was doing postcard mailings, and I would send them out. And I thought I had the awesome message, and I thought I had a great call to action. And I'd send those out for about four months. And it's just like, okay, I'm going broke. I'm writing checks here, and I'm not getting rich yet. So then I'd quit. And then six months later, I'd do the postcard thing again. And I'd usually pick up a deal or two. That was about it. And it was like a whole lot of work, and I'd get the first mailer out on time, second mailer almost on time, third mailer, it's like I'm three weeks, three days late. And then the fourth mailer, it's like, oh, crud, i got to do my postcard. And then I'd quit. And I've heard this forever that, you know, it's usually about, it's consistency. It's six, seven, eight, nine touches where it pays off. And so I'd always quit after the third or the fourth postcard. It was Joe Stump, actually. I was doing by referral only. And he said on one of the calls, he's like, if you're going to do a postcard mailing, do not stop for six weeks. In fact, do the whole year's postcards and have them done, have them labeled, have them stamped and sitting on the floor. That was my breaking point because I started doing that consistently. And I, it was about the sixth mailer, seventh mailer that I actually got a phone call once in a while. Yeah, that was the real beginning to a consistent, persistent business. Uh, was just doing it consistently, persistently, and not quitting. That's great. Yeah. So uh, that's a lot of agents do that. They then they if they, even if they get the results from it, they start getting stuff. They end up going getting busy with it, and then yeah. they oh I got to get around to that, and then they get it. I've seen it many many times, and by the time yeah, like you said, by the five six weeks, they're they can't even keep up with it, and they don't get it done. Yeah. So, a lot of agents know they need to have a database. They know they need to be working it. You've t talked about this many times. You've done training on it. Why do you think agents don't build a database? Why do you think that they're not actually doing that? Like, there's something that happens because they know you, you ask any agent, they, oh, yeah, I got to have a database. What is it that you think that happens? Yeah, there's a great book. I was going to see if it was on my bookshelf handy. It's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, O-L-S-E-N. And he explains it perfectly in there. And it's a flaw in the learning and training and everything I think that we go to as an industry. Because when you go to real estate training and you all get jazzed about stuff and you go and you hear a guy up on stage who's saying how he's made it big and how he's you know got this successful business, it's like they take you from rags to riches, but they don't tell you what's in between. Yeah. 
And I think what the big deal is, and I've kind of pinpointed this as I've been going through teaching this stuff and going through the database courses. I wrote a course on putting your database into a system and all that stuff. As I'm going through that and having probably about three, 400 agents have gone through this now, what I figured out is we are taught to go get the next piece of business. Now, I actually need to, need to preface and say this is not a bad thing okay I'm not saying this don't don't even hear this as this is not how you want to grow your business but we are so taught to go get the very next deal and what happens is all these people are flying past us while we're waiting for the guy to say yes I'm ready to list now and there were like three you know I'm gonna be a yes in about a month or two and then there was like 25 people who are like going to be a yes but they don't even know they're a yes yet they're gonna be a yes in about six months or a year and then there's even more people that are going to be a yes a year from now, two years from now. So what I figured out is we go out there and we do 100 calls in one day. Bold is like a perfect example. Bold at Keller Williams is a really intense, um, it gets you lead generating every day. You're making 20 contacts every day, right? So you know uh, if you do 100 contacts in a week, right? Yep. You'll find about 50 of those people want to get you off the phone as fast <laughs> as possible, right? They do not want to talk to you. They're like, yeah, 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 I'm not selling by. But 50 people actually don't hang up on you real hard. They don't slam the phone in your ear. They hear your pitch, and you get into a little two-way conversation here and there. But, you know, really out of those 50, 47 of them probably don't go much of anywhere. Um, they're just nice. They're polite, whatever. Three people will meet with you. So we know from bold about 100 contacts leads to about two or three appointments well it's those 47 people that were nice to you that if I would have just stayed in touch with them three or four of them are going to be moving in the next six months and then three three or four more of them are going to be moving six months after that and so on and so on yes. so where this kind of really started piecing together is I saw we're taught to go after the next deal and not do any follow-up with the people along the way those people hung up on you don't put them in your database They're, they don't want to talk to you anyway but the 48 47 46 people that didn't hang up on you if you stayed in touch with them and started dripping on them they get a postcard once in a while they get an email once in a while oh their phone rings again hey it's been a few weeks since we talked I just want to tell you how great it was talking to you I enjoyed talking with you oh thanks for your time too hey, if you have any real estate questions at all just let me know yeah sure you know and over time you don't even have to tell people you're in real estate because you're just staying in touch with them all the time they know you're in real estate so that was the big thing and I don't know if I answered the question yeah anymore. absolutely yeah. and it's funny because a lot of people like you said they're, they're taught to go after that now business I worked with a guy in my old office and he used training system and they were looking for leads in the next three to four weeks and if they weren't doing business in three or four weeks he would throw them in the garbage can he's like oh Ryan he's like I went through however many people they're in my garbage can like I literally I'll pay a 10% for your garbage can so yeah. I'll go through your garbage can if you had those conversations with people I'll take it because the money is in the long-term follow-up uh, Dean Jackson who's works with Joe Stump Joe talks Stump. about 85% of people are buying three months and three months to 18 months and everyone focuses on the 15% of people. And I was just having this conversation today at lunch with a friend of mine. I said, I would rather build the relationships with the 85% of people because you actually have more time to build relationships with them. You have more time to connect with them, build that trust. Whereas if you get someone who's buying in three weeks or a month, whatever, you only have three weeks or a month to build that trust and try to connect with them. Whereas if you have those long-term people, you have more time to build connections and trust 
and be their agent. So, but when they're ready, they're not bringing anyone else in. You're the only agent they're thinking of because you've built that trust up. Oh man, you you have said a mouthful that I could probably talk about for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, guys. It's not that you don't go get that next piece of business. That's right. how you grow your business fast. What you do, and this is where the numbers get kind of crazy, and I was just recently on stage with Carrie Sylvester. She's head of technology, and we were talking about the database and action plans. And when I kind of explain this, understand that you can pull out the millionaire real estate agent book, and in the front of the book, Gary talks about his card filing system, yeah. right? All we're doing with technology today is we're able to set up campaigns and action plans that automate a series of events to happen. And along the way, what I've done is I've layered in personal touches with the follow-up that is automatic. So just every once in a while, it pops up and says, hey, you might pick up the phone and call this person and just say, hey. But then the next time it pops up, it might be six months later and it pops up again and it says, hey, you might want to call this person and make the call about real estate. So the difference between the two calls is, hey, I was just thinking of you today, just I check in on you and they say, great, doing awesome, kids are good. When we're talking to people on the phone, we can hear opportunities show up, right? Yep. Somebody's saying like, well, you know, little Susie started kindergarten. When I hear that, I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder if they own investment real estate be a perfect time to buy a 15-year note on a rental property that's cash flowing and I can start talking to them about how they're going to pay for college with this piece of property. It'll be paid off in 15 years. So no postcard, no headline, no call to action is going to land in that person's mailbox on the right day when they're thinking about Susie joining, going to kindergarten paying for college, you know. Yeah. So the automated systems really just pop the call up and you know it's you use everything that we've learned about like I use the bold script all the time that Diana taught us where it's hey do you have two minutes to give me some help you know that call happens once or twice a year yeah. once or twice a year the call doesn't have anything to do with real estate it's just about staying in touch with them and every time they hear my voice they think of real estate so the numbers, here's where the numbers get absolutely crazy. So we know, and, and what's really cool too, Ryan, is I saw how the numbers actually are confirmed between the millionaire real estate agent and NAR, okay? So we've heard the statistic that the average person moves every seven years or so, right? Yep. And I think Gary even confirmed in a or mega camp a year or two ago that they saw, or it was family reunion, I think, that they're moving about every 10 years. We're seeing people stay in their houses just a little longer. I like 10 because it's easier for the math I'm about to share, you, <laughs> share with you. So if I have 100 people in my database and NAR says the average person moves every 7 to 10 years, so that's, let's just say 10, for every 100 people in my database, 10 people are moving this year, right? And 10 people are moving next year, and 10 of those 100 people the following year, and so on, right? Yep. So the follow-up piece is the piece that's key. But I would have to call all 100 of those people every single month, the same 100 people every single month for the next 10 years to make sure I got all 100 people moving, right? Yep. What we do is we call 100 people out of 1,000, and it's not the 10 that are moving this month. Right? Follow me right, so right. far? Absolutely. Yep. So now you take those same numbers, and again, I'm going to change the numbers a little bit for math, but you're going to see how it's really the same thing. 
just take the 12 to 2 ratio in the millionaire real estate agent. For every 12 people I stay in touch with, I get two pieces of business, right? And that's 8 by 8 and 33 touch, so a communication where you're talking to them every once in a while. So let's just say 120 people in your database divided by 12 is 10 people moving, right? So if I have 120 people in my database and you divide that by 12, then 10 of them are moving. Take that times 2 and now it's 20 sales from those 120 people. The two, the two part is the referral piece that NAR doesn't really, we're not talking about referrals, we're just yeah. talking about the one piece. So it's like the numbers line up and then I start running some crazy math and it, it gets nuts. So it, those people, everybody you come in contact with is moving in the next 10 years. Pretty much. So if you're looking for the next deal, you'll find 1% of them that are moving now. The other 99% are going to be moving. You just got to figure out a way to stay in better contact with them so they think of you first. And a postcard and an email campaign is not going to do it. And that's a great point because I've really seen, I mean, I'm sure you see it yourself probably more than I have, but you were pre-technology, you were doing database stuff. You probably moved into data or using technology for your database, and I'm sure you found, yeah, it works, it helps, and it makes it easier and quicker, but you still cannot replace the personal touch. You can't get rid of that connection, and so many agents have moved to trying to completely outsource it or trying to completely get their hands off it and step away from it and automate it, and they're losing more business than they're getting if they just picked up the phone. Yeah, let me tell you, we're all looking for the easy way to get business, right? The easiest way to get business. So I live by this rule. If it's easy, it won't work. <laughs> now, that sounds pretty blunt. So uh, it's easy to mail postcards, and you do get business. So I can't say it doesn't work. So let me rephrase it. If it's easy, it won't work as well as I hoped it would. Because if I mail out 500 postcards, I want 500 people to call me. Heck, I'd probably settle with 50 people to call me. I'd probably settle with five people to call me off of every time I mailed a 500 mailing postcard. Well, you and I know that if we mail those 500 for 12 months, we might get three calls, <laughs> right? So that's where, you know, if it's easy, it's not going to work as well as you hoped it would. So picking up the phone and calling people isn't easy. However, over time when you're building those relationships, what I have found out over the last 10 years, because we've been closing pretty consistently right around 100 sales a year. And guys, I mean, I'm not saying that to brag. What I'm telling you is I probably have worked two days a week throughout those 100 sales a year. And I don't have some monster team. Like right wow. now, it's me, my wife, and one assistant. That's it, three people. Wow. And we're doing the amount of business that eight people were doing because the systems are in place. So it's just about doing that thing that happens first. The other thing I love about having an automated plan that pops the calls up is now I have a system that tells me to focus on my 20%. In Keller Williams, we talk about 20% of what you do generates 80% of your results, right? Yep. And 80% of what we do generates 20% of our results. So what I tell people is it's like, so if you want to double your income next year, double. Now, double zero is still zero. I always joke around about that. <laughs> but if you want to double your income next year, if you figure out what the 20% is that made the income you made this year, and you just do it 40% of your day, I'm not even asking you to give up half your day. Just 40% of your day, you'll double your income. But it's getting focused on the right activities. Yeah. So what I figured out is when I created these action plans and built in these calls, 
that that was my accountability because I went to my dashboard every morning and I did my calls first and my to-dos before I let the world take me off track. And that matches up with what Gary's told us for years. It's do the 20% first and then go react to the rest of the day. You can react to the rest of the day. You could go golf all day if you want. You're not going to be able to if you do your 20%, but you can just react to the day and let the day happen and not stress out about it if you do that first. So this plan actually filled up my two hours or three hours of lead generation every single day if I just fed my database every day and started them on a plan. So. It's a good point because I, I was just sharing with my class uh, a couple weeks ago at the office and I s said if they focused on just say door knocking, I use that as an example, they went out and did 500 doors a week, so it's 125, 100 a day. Um, I said if you literally just referred out the business, so I said use three hours a day and you referred out every deal. We Doing the numbers, I said well, you could probably easily get 40 listings in a year if you door knocked consistently three hours a day and you just referred it out in our market center uh, your average commission is about $10,000. So I said, you'd be making $100,000 a year, <clears throat> never having to sell real estate, never picking up a contract, never taking a buyer out in your car, working three hours a day, making $100,000 a year. Yeah. It, it's just that, just focusing on those things that are the most important and doing them. Well, I'm going to share a little bonus because now you're going to have to have a second class when you hear this, okay? <laughs> Coaching as many agents as I have, I'm, when, when people come to me, and that, what we do is we focus on what they like doing, and then we figure out how to build relationships around that. So door knocking is a perfect example. That's a big thing right now, and people are having huge success. MAPS coaching clients are having huge success with it, getting 30, 40 people through their open houses. So let me throw something out. What if I told you that you could have 100% market share in a neighborhood? And so this sounds totally crazy. And I'm telling you, when you hear this, guys, actually, you better turn this off if you don't want to hear it because it's so simple, it's going to be sick. And yet we talk about how agents, top agents, are working to get 10 or 15 or 20% market share in a neighborhood. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. You can have 100% market share. Here's how you do it. You want me to tell you how you do it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pick this is one episode. Good. Call that your neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Well, so if you if you took a blow uh, blow up a Google map of the entire neighborhood, so I can see all the streets and all the houses, right? And just draw a line like you're at the doctor's office, a maze. If I were going to go through the neighborhood and walk it, this is the order I'd go in. Yep. Start at the starting point and knock on doors until five people answer the door. Now, every time somebody answers the door, put an X on that house because you're going to skip it tomorrow. The ones that don't have X's, you're going to go back to them the next day. And you're going to keep knocking on doors that don't have X's until somebody answers the door. And this is the best part. You get to use Diana's Red Wagon script. You don't even have to be selling anything. You don't have to be looking for the next deal. If you remember her Red Wagon script, it's like, hey, I'm the neighborhood specialist. I sell a lot of houses in here, and I'm just knocking on the door to find out what you love about living in your neighborhood. Oh, really? And what... what where if you could go somewhere, where would you go, and why would you, when would you want to be there? Now I'm feeling them out, see if they're a p potential buyer or seller. But really, I'm finding out about the neighborhood first. Yep. Now I write a handwritten note to everybody who answers the door and says, "Hey, it was great talking to you about the neighborhood. It is so awesome to see 
a neighborhood where people are passionate about their, and they said they love the park, about their park, and they spend time in the park, and it's all about them, them, no I, me, or my. That's one thing I teach in that course is no I, me, or my in the note cards. It's about them. So think about this. If I just start going through a neighborhood, knock, I just knock on doors, this is probably taking an hour a day maybe till five people answer, write five notes, put them on a follow-up system that has two more calls in the next eight weeks, eight by eight with two phone calls, and then they roll into a 33 touch where I call them four more times a year. And if I, I did that until I had X's on every single house and I had written notes, you are at least at 80% market share in that neighborhood. And that's that would only be if the person in the house is a realtor. But I bet <laughs> you'd get some of their business too. <laughs> That's great that, advice. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was, I was going to show you. We were just door knocking tonight. Uh, <laughs> I love it. There we go. So <laughs> it does work. And, I've and been. Like, uh, picture a war room, and it's like, I am going to overtake this neighborhood. And you put X's when you take them down, and you know who you got to hit yet. It's awesome. We're doing it with pins. So we've got yeah. our pins here. That's and we're awesome. taking them on. <laughs> it's funny. Because. When you do that and you take them out and you put them in your database, that's where the magic happens. It's not just the door knocking because a lot of people use the door knocking script and they say, you think about buying or selling a home? No. They move on to the next. It's taking them from that conversation at the door to putting them into a follow-up system. And if you do that and you do it consistently, that's when you're going to make the money. Not just, It's not the actual, it's not the door, it's not the conversation at the door you're going to convert them at. It's the follow consistently after that is where you're going to make your most money. Yeah, and so I don't even know where this saying came from, but I call this the slow boat to China. You're still going to get to China, but it's the slow boat. But it's really not. Actually, in the grand scheme of things, in a 20-year period in my real estate business, this is about the slowest. I mean, that, that is not a slow boat because I've seen everybody else come and go and be up and down and whatever. So I have had coaching clients that say, oh, I'm doing all this stuff you're saying and I'm just not seeing it. Well, it's nine months from now, 12 months from now, when you'll first get the real hint that something's grabbed on and it's a snowball and it keeps building. So what you do is you keep doing what you're doing to get the business you're getting now. You're just going to take it to the next level and keep adding everybody in and stay in touch with everybody along the way. And this is how we get to, like what I said at Megacamp was Gary's challenge is we should all have 5,000 relationships in our database. And he said, he knows with 5,000 connections, not a list that you mail postcards to, right. 5,000 connections in your database, you will never have an up and down business. You will, the market will never drive whether your business is being successful or not. Yeah, that's it's true. That's awesome advice. Yeah, that's five five thousand people, according to NAR, is at least five hundred transactions, yeah. or really probably about seven hundred transactions. If you got some of them and they referred people, eight hundred transactions. That's and how we're seeing eight thousand deals. It's not as scary as it as it people think, and they may look at that five thousand number. And it, if you did that, like you said, if you added that five a day, it would. That's twenty five hundred people. No, sorry. Yeah, 2,500 people. No, that's 1,000 people a year. So in five years, you can get to that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll break it down. If you just added five people a day, five days a week. Now, that's assuming that we as realtors only work five days a week, right? 
If you just did five people a day, five days a week, that's 1,200 new relationships. Connect with these people. I'm, you still might see 20 people in a week or you mail to a 100 home neighborhood. I'm talking about connect with five people that you could write a handwritten note to. That's yep. 1,200 people a year. And in four years, that's yeah. 5,000 people. Guys, are you getting out of real estate this year? Is this your last year in real estate? Because we're going to have to speed that process up. <laughs> for many of us, we're probably in it for another four, five, six years. So don't you want a business that's doing a consistent amount of business year in and year out? Predictable based on the number of people that are in your database that are on a consistent, persistent follow-up plan. It's awesome. That just inspired me to add to this farm. So if that, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so take every one of those names in that in that database with a handwritten note. You're going to awesome. love it. So I want to ask you another question because where I find a lot of agents get hung up on is they know they need to follow up. They know 33 Touch. They should be they should be staying in contact with them. Where do you come up with the ideas, the concepts, and what you actually send to people? Because sometimes that's where people agents struggle. They go, I know I need to send stuff, but what the heck do I come up with? Yeah, yeah, it is the biggest thing that comes up. So 33 touches and finding 33 things. First of all, I'll, how about if I gave everybody the 33 stuff for free? That would be fantastic. That'd be cool. Yeah. So if you go to if you go to cornteam.com and it's K-O-R-N, corn with a K, team, like a baseball team, T-E-A-M.com forward slash database. Cornteam.com forward slash database. If you go there, that was a site I had set up that now it's going to, when you go there, it's going to pop up this thing and ask for your name and your email and your address and you're going to hit submit and then it's going to take you to a screen where it has all my letters. You can download them and use them for free. Um, now you will also experience what that drip looks like because I'm going to stay in touch with you and remind you that I'm your Kansas City guy. You might even get a call from me once in a while, <laughs> you know. Um, so, but what happens is, um, well, what was I saying on that? Um, the content, now I'll tell you the big secret. That's why I wanted to give it to you free first because it sounds really cool and everybody's writing it down. Now, here's the reality. The content doesn't matter. What you send them honestly, truly does not matter. Um, you could send them, like I've heard this other thing, like, oh, you know, you're a real estate agent. Don't send recipes. And, you know, you got to have a great headline. You got to have a great call to action. All that's true. You, but you can send recipes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I send them because they're not even going to look at everything I send them. And if it's an email, what I'll tell you is we've tracked this with coaching clients that out of 200 emails, three yep. or four or five actually click on anything in the email. The other yep. ones never even saw them, you know. So mailers, they end up in the trash or one spouse sees it, the other one doesn't. Don't worry about it. Just get your logo. It, it's the branding where you're branding them. Logo, logo, yep. logo, logo, logo. And then guess what? The phone rings. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? It's Brad. Brad, how you doing? That's where the magic happens. Yes. So. Yeah, and it, it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It just it needs to be consistent and done over and over and over again. Yeah, so my challenge is use the content. Now, the content that you are going to see generates 100 sales a year. Actually, the content doesn't. The phone calls do. <laughs> so the content that you're going to download is what's going in my local area's mailboxes every year. In fact, when the plan starts over, this is so nuts, is that you're still getting the same letter next year and the next year and the next year. 
That's don't even put any thought into that. But I'm telling you, that's how much I know. Content doesn't matter. Somebody's gotten my puppy dog story six times in their mailbox. Not one person has called me and said, "Hey, how come you keep sending me the puppy dog story?" <laughs> it was 12 months ago. They don't yeah, remember. remember. They just yeah. know they've heard that story before. They don't yeah. know where they're from, right? So what I would challenge people to do, and I do challenge people to do this all the time, is copy the content, paste it in, and use it, and put yourself on the plan too, because every day that letter comes out, it drives you crazy. Maybe you'll take five minutes one day and change the content, and you can do that. I don't care, but the content doesn't matter. Just start getting the people in your database and get the stuff going out. So... I'm going to put that in the show notes so people can check it out. They can click the link directly and get to your site as well. Awesome. Um, for you, what is there anything that other than the phone calls at work? Is there anything that's just been that you found either surprised you or that really was like, wow, this really helped my business take it to the next level? Yeah, the the evolution of this has turned into a couple things. First of all, social media is awesome. Uh, people are posting pictures of ev themselves everywhere. So the evolution of this has come to now, um, in fact, I think on that site, or if you go to coachcorn.com, coach with a C and corn with a K, um, you'll see a video on there that just talks about a new world of marketing. And the other one that's really cool is put your 33 touch on, or make your 33 touch bold. And I just called bold because it really, what I did was I took out four of the letters in between my phone calls and I added a to do mm -hmm. to go find them on social media. Okay. So let me come, let me play this out. I got 33 touches. So about a month and a half after the plan starts, you know, there's 33 touches in a year. About a month and a half, it's a to-do to go find them on social media. A month and a half later is a phone call. A month and a half later is find them on social media. A month and a half later, a call. So I've got four calls a year and four personal touches a year. Mm -hmm. so, so the evolution of this and what I have, what I was really amazed with is when you add that personal touch in there, like when I go find them on social media, I'll Google their name and they pop up and see Facebook as one of the first links, right? So I'll friend them on Facebook and I'll send them a message, direct message, not this on the wall stuff. It's like, hey, I saw the kids did great at whatever. So it caused me to pay attention to what they're doing, okay? Right. Yep. Um, the next time that comes up, six or three months later, and I Google them and I go to Facebook, I don't remember three months ago that I just friended them on Facebook and sent them a message. I don't even think about it after I get done there. But it pops up again and I go to Facebook and I click and we're already friends on Facebook. So then I go back to Google and I see that we're not friends on LinkedIn. So I grab them on LinkedIn. I send them a message. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we haven't hooked up on LinkedIn yet. How's your business going? How's work going? And so, and then the second part of that that I'll say is then I started attaching the picture of the people to the database record so that That's as great. I'm going in there eight times a year, I keep seeing their face, you know. So now when I walk past you in a group of 100 agents at a conference, I'm going to remember Ryan when I see him because I see your picture four times a year when it pops up. So my biggest fear was that I was walking past past clients. Like we've got over 2,500 yeah. sales in my career. I can't even imagine if I knew I walked past somebody that had a great experience with me and I didn't even acknowledge them and they saw me walk by and go, well, that was Brad Corn. <laughs> he didn't even say hi. Yeah. We love our house. Yeah. Uh, they ain't calling me next time. So the evolution was by making the personal touches in social media, it's like we get to be ninja realtors, well, ninja relationship builders, because I can see what they're talking about. 
I don't have to remember 5,000 people's kids' names and 5,000 people's pets' names and what they do for a hobby. My data, my contact management system helps me manage those contacts, and I'll think about that stuff. But eventually, you're going to have closer relationship with some than other, and I'm going to remember that stuff. But it, that's that was the biggest thing that I got after adding pictures and getting more personal touches in there. Here's what I figured out. 12 to 2 return or 50 to 1 return in the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book, right? Haven't met, if you look in that outer ring, is a 50 to 1 return. For every 50 people, you get one piece of business. Well, now we see 8 by 8 and 33 touch. I can visually see it in the book if you can see that bullseye, right? Uh, 8 by 8 and 33 touch, you're getting a 12 to 2 return. Well, here's the reality, guys. We've already all tried the all email 33 touch when eEdge was launched, right? Yeah. We're still all put. You all are putting people on eight by eights. Almost everybody on here will say, "Well, I at least have I got an eight by eight going. I just have to do that 33 touch." It's not getting you a 12 to two return because all the mail pieces in the eight by eight and the 33 touch will continue to get you a 50 to one return. Yeah. What gets you the 12 to two return is the call and the message. That's amazing. That was probably the biggest aha I've seen out of that. The 12 to 2 is only the personal touches, really, that's going to get you that kind of return. Guys, that's six to eight times more business than doing the 50 to 1 plan. For a few phone calls. Yeah. Makes the 50 sense. to 1 is mass mailing to 1,000 people. I'm going to pick up one piece of business for every 50 people. And, again, that's over time, right? Yep. But if I took those same 1,000 people, same exact 1,000 people, that I'm hitting with postcard mailer, but I picked up the phone and called five of them a day. I'd have them all called in 10 months and wrote them all a handwritten note. I'm going to actually get more like 100 deals or 60 deals if you don't do it very well or 40 deals if you really stink. And if you can only get it 25% right, you're going to get 25 deals yeah. out of, versus five. You know, So that's the amazing stuff. So that's great advice, and I want to... Give you a second to talk about because you've got an awesome program coming up, which you've only scratched the surface on today, and you yeah. I know you'd go into this a lot more. So if you want to take a, a bit and talk about what that is and what you can do for people and how it can really change their business. Well, here's all I did, and this actually came, it was a challenge from Diana to, you know, hey, people just want this done for them. So then I thought, well, gosh, if I sit down and write a 16-week course that shows them how to get the plans in place. Um, during 16 weeks, it's a one-hour call every week for 16 weeks, you're going to cover three pillars. We're going to build your reconnect plan. The reconnect plan is awesome. It's four simple steps. A letter that goes out says, hey, I, have, I apologize for not staying in touch. You remember that? You've heard that from Dean Jackson and, yeah. and Joe Stump, right? Hey, I apologize for not staying in touch. I'm going to give you a call in a few days. And you can't talk about real estate on this first call because that's how I get people to pick up a phone call. You may not talk about real estate. <laughs> so how's real estate going? You know, I appreciate you asking, but today's call is not about real estate. It was really to catch up with you. I'll call you in a two weeks and talk to you about real estate, okay? Okay, and then when you hang up that phone and you write the note, man, just imagine the impression that you left on those people. Okay. Now, there's one disclaimer, though. If they say, how's real estate, and you say, well, I'm, today's not, not about real estate, it's like, oh, darn, because we're like moving. <laughs> I'll be right over. <laughs> um, so the, we build a reconnect plan, which is four simple steps. We, and it really is, because there's a week in between each call, I'm not piling on a bunch of stuff. I'm giving it to you in such little bite-sized pieces 
that you're going to understand it at a mastery level. You could you could interview somebody that just went through this class and did it all. Um, you build the reconnect plan in the first three calls, or in the first three calls we start to build that. Over the next several calls, we're going to talk about the 8x8, and then you're going to build that, and then we're going to talk about the 33 touch, and at the end of the course, we pull it all together, full circle. you got these plans kind of running and built, um, and you're feeding your database every day while you're going through the course. So I'm helping you develop the right habit of adding five people a day. Guys, I give you so many simple ways to do it. It's not going it, to – you're not even going to feel like you're working at all. And at the end of the 16 weeks, you're going to look back and go, oh, my gosh, my plans are in place, and I'm putting people in, and I've got calls to make. There's my two hours of lead gen time, right? Yeah. Then I show you how you can take those plans now that you've made three simple, I call them the three pillars to a successful real estate business, the reconnect, the 8 by 8 and the 33 touch. And the 33 touch is the money maker. Yeah. You've, said it, uh, you, you've said it uh, plenty in this, in this uh, group chat or whatever, Google Hangout. Uh, you've said it enough that it's over time, and so yeah. that 33 touch is the cash cow. Um, I'll show you how you can now take those action plans and put your perfect listing process in place and automate it, your perfect buyer process in place and automate it. And so now you can take it to the next level. So anyway, I put together a site. There's, I can even come out to an office and do it if you've got the, if you've got an investment. Now that's a, a serious investment in your business, but it's going to bring you fifty thousand dollars in the next six months. So all that stuff you can find at makethephoneringagain.com. MakeThePhoneRingAgain.com. It will it will always show you when the next session's starting, uh, when the next sixteen weeks is starting. You can find out about the in office consultation um, and anything else. There's there's also a ton of free stuff there. Um, there's for, there's webinars on there about the eight by eight and thirty three touch and why they work. There's webinars on there that are free that show you how to set the action plans up. It's just that when you can keep working on your business. Take a one-hour call, understand it in a level you've never understood before, and then just chunk out three action items, have the next call. That's what the course was designed to do is to make you a master at your database by the end of the 16 weeks. So, And That's it's awesome. minimal. It's like it's $97 a month for four months. I mean, each I looked at You're getting in that $25 an hour that you're paying for the course. I mean, it is packed. It is a full call. And... It's not just something you attend and get good information. It's set up for you to actually master it. Which is good. It's not just sitting and having being taught, pushed at you. You're actually applying it and you're learning. And that's yeah, great. And, so I just, and I just moved it to a new platform, so we're going to a webinar format now, which is going to help you to see the action plans right in front of you while I'm showing you how to build them, where before it used to be a call. So awesome. I appreciate you asking because it is my one thing, and I just want everybody to understand it because – Hundred deals a year. If I can do hundred deals a year this easy, anybody can. You know. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So we'll put that in the show notes as well, so people can check that out. So if you want to see the website again, in case people aren't on the website, what is the website again? Yeah. www.makethephoneringagain.com. That okay. will always be your resource to go there. And then quarantine.com forward slash database will give you an example of some of our database stuff. And then coachcorn.com. But make the phone ring again takes you there. So perfect. So our yeah. listeners definitely got their money's worth out of this episode because it's free. So they've got something. So they've yeah, got there's all kinds of free stuff there. Yeah, tons. Okay, so I have one last burning question for you before we go. What contact menu do you use? Because and what they don't use.
I I, re I I do appreciate you asking that because everybody's thinking it and everybody has the same question. So you asked the one question that I would bet 99% of the people watching this would ask. I'm going to give you one answer, the real answer first. Well, <laughs> I'm going to give you the answer you need to hear first, and then I'll tell you the real answer, okay? Yep. So the answer you need to hear is the one you will actually use, and I'm really not kidding. Um, in the course, we do I talk about yeah, the very first or second call, we talk about what you need to have in a database, and I challenge you to go try do a trial on three different ones and put three people in this one, three people in that one, three people in that one. Do that for a week or two or even a month. I don't even care that you've got scattered data because you don't have anything organized right now anyway. You're not going to mess anything up in the next three weeks or four weeks. So just try them and see which one you like the best because then you can build these plans around that. So the course is actually designed. doesn't matter which one you're using. You're going to understand how to build it. Good. So now the answer that you really asked me was I actually use two. I use Top Producer and eEdge. Now, before that's this is uh, data eEdge's database number seven. So before that, it was Top Producer and Online Agent. And before that, it was online agent, and I think it was ACT was my very first one. I actually created what we know as top producer today in ACT, and I manually created all the fields and everything I had to keep track of because I was doing those postcard mailings, and it's like, how am I going to remember to follow up with this person again or whatever because I just didn't, I don't have a good memory at all. That's why I put pictures and notes <laughs> and everything in my database. So I created a top producer. But when we went from top from online agent to top producer, it took me two years to move into top producer because I moved my records over manually because I wanted to make sure they were on the right plan. If you do a mass export and a mass import, it creates mass chaos. <laughs> and if you weren't doing anything in this database and then you export import them into this one and you're still not doing anything, it doesn't do you any good. Yeah. So, again, that's another little simple tip that we start at the beginning of the course and say – Take everybody off of everything you have them on and throw them on a 12-touch because, really, you haven't – if you can tell me you've talked to everybody in your database in the last two or three weeks and you can tell me if they have kids, if they like dogs, what they do for fun, you've had a conversation with them, you get to keep them on your MET group. <laughs> everybody else has moved back into the haven't MET group or we redefine it as haven't connected or lost connection, okay? Mm -hmm. So they just go on a – everybody goes on a 12-touch, and this is one thing I challenge everybody, and put everybody on a 12-touch because they're like, what? <laughs> only call them once a month, and I'm only going to get 50 to 1. Yeah, that's all you're getting now anyway, right? <laughs> and it'll drive you crazy to get everybody back into the Met group, so you'll move five over a day faster than if you just leave them all on there and feel good about what you're doing. So I do use Top Producer as my Met database right now, and I use eEdge as my Haven't Met database. Now they just released the announcement that you can now fully customize a action plan to make it calls, letters, emails, all that stuff in eEdge. So now we'll start moving everything into one database. But I've got so many things, customized plans running. Well, when you guys go to that site, you're going to go on a custom plan I created for real estate agents. Because we get two referrals a month, every month, and have been for the last 10, 15, 20 years because realtors are getting drips from us. So that's two deals a month. That's 24 deals a year 
from realtors like you guys attending the seminar, webinar, and then giving you some free content, you know, to put into your business. So use that the is great advice. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. There was a ton of great information. So we appreciate being on the show, and we look forward to having some of the listeners check in on your course and learning and growing their database, and I'm excited to see what they can take away from it as well. Oh, I appreciate it. I feel like big stuff. You got, you've got you had some big names on these shows, so having little Brad Corn on here is, is kind of exciting. So thank you, Ryan. We appreciate it. So thank you again for being on, and we look forward to seeing the content you're providing and getting put on those drips. So. Bet. See you guys later. Thanks.